Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua. Gangsta Time Go. Well, it's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, everybody listening? Um, yes, I am in a tank top again, if you're watching on YouTube. And yes, it is very... F- it's very hot in this room. <laughs> yeah. Do you have- How's y'all weekend, though? How was y'all weekend? It's Monday. Y'all gonna hear this on Tuesday, though. But how was y'all weekend? Well, if you listen to the audio version, you're listening to it on probably Tuesday morning, because who listens to podcasts at night? <laughs> yeah. I don't think Unless you're, like, working at night. Unless you have, like, but, work uh, nights. But anyway, uh, also joining us is the disembodied voice of my uh, brother and producer. It is Edgelord. Big news, Brian. NAN TOYU BIG NEWS! Hey, what's up, nerds? Hey, hey, We hey. missed you, Brian. Was you here last week? He was, was. here last week. You <laughs> was, you was, you was, you was. But we do just generally miss Brian, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome regular shit. Yeah. <laughs> we we yeah, miss Brian, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we... Um, it's real, real sweet. Um, we are... Uh, there's no jump this week, so we are doing our monthly episode uh, where we cover Boruto, Dragon Ball Super, World Trigger. Unfortunately, could not be here today. Uh, <laughs> fucking sad. Um, do I have a sad sound effect here? I have the small the violin. <laughs> you could drop a whole new shit. I mean, it's a shocker. Yeah, I feel like the, the violin got, got the message across. Uh, okay. I'll do one of these just for the fuck of it. Bloody <laughs> Kuros. <laughs> Uh, it crossed us, man. We gotta Good. do the. I have to employ the soundboard often, but I I can't do, I can't do all of it. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard. But yeah, <laughs> no world trigger uh, this month. Although I have started my reread of World Trigger on the second volume. Uh, so you it's know. in the second volume, but this is his fourth reread. Maybe somewhere around there. I probably read World Trigger like three times over. Enough uh, said. In my lifetime. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going through that. Hopefully, like, by the time I'm done uh, in June, we'll have, like, I'll have full knowledge and I won't forget people's names and character relationships anymore. Uh, but, you know, till then, um, we're doing that. Uh, we are also doing uh, American comics for the first time in a little while. Uh, right up. Yeah, very excited. And then to X-Men. Yeah, we're doing X-Men, we're doing uh, a little bit of Devil's Reign, we're doing the new Spider-Man issue that just came out. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, very excited to talk about all this stuff. So let's get into the show uh, proper, you know, do the the plugs. Uh, You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? You can find me at JDCole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at NYChillin with an E-N, not an I-N-G, and that's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Brian. You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming on Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash his punchline. Do you have like a regular time where you stream, Brian? Just so people know. I haven't time. streamed in a long time. Well, <laughs> okay then. I guess people... my, my computer kind of fucking blows dicks. So okay. I, I need to figure out um, a, a new... I need to figure out a uh, solution to this problem. I'm saving up some money to get a new one. Mm-hmm. So once I actually have a decent computer, I will be streaming. Okay, often, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh, 
you can follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram follow the show on twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll uh you can um vote for your favorite series online there that will be super sweet uh you can also email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about uh and uh subscribe to us on youtube uh that would be super cool give us a subscribe give us a like uh comment share the videos uh we work very hard on them (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot going into that process so uh, check us out on there let us know what you guys think about this week's manga uh american comics whatever you got uh you can also subscribe to us on itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts uh we're on there and give us a five-star review while you're at it and uh i believe that's it for the plugs with that being said uh let's get the show started boruto this is boruto chapter 69 (laughs) <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Which it was uh and then Dragon Ball Super should have been uh 420. That that would have been a miracle. All that the stars fucking elation. Yeah. <laughs> All the stars would have aligned. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Talk about the harmonic convergence. Yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, this is Boruto 69 Captives. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah they are (laughs) yeah they're captives (laughs) yeah Um, last we left off uh, captives to a good time am I right (laughs) it's like a fanfic city (laughs) I'm sorry stop stop. Uh, what are you doing (laughs) step ninja Step Ninja Con. Oh, that's in the running for uh for podcast title this week. <laughs> what are you bro, doing? Stuck in the Gucci the belt, party. Step Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> uh last we left off with Boruto. Um we've been we've uh we've got a little conflict. Code decided to just pull up and just attack immediately. Uh there was no like Biding his time, the very first second he th- he could, he just jumped out of Shikamaru's neck and uh, decided to uh, do some crazy shit here. Uh, he's pretty much got them on the ropes at this point, but that's when um, Amato revealed that the thing that he's been working on is actually Delta. And uh, she's a good guy now. Right. I forgot All where... Uh, did you? Yeah. I said it was. I, I said it might be Delta in there. Well, I'll, I'll uh, take your word for it, honestly, because <laughs> I don't remember. I don't believe you. I'm going back. Yeah, We're gonna- yeah go back. <laughs> go back to the last time we covered Boruto, and I'll uh, tell you. I will. I will say it. You can't. I you will. Don't. And if you're wrong, I'm gonna make an Instagram post about this. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> but you won't because it's not gonna happen because I predicted it. Well, it wouldn't yeah, be. We'll- it wouldn't be the last time we we covered Boruto because a Brian wasn't here for that. And B, (laughs) Delta was already revealed, so you got to do the one before it. Um, But yeah, in any case, um, yeah, Delta was revealed, and then um, Code was getting his ass whooped so bad that Ada had to come in and uh, lend her assistance. Uh, And that sent Amato trembling in fear. Um, Shikamaru notices this. He's like, Amato's terror is beyond abnormal. 
Who is what is this woman? I actually found that really funny when I read it. He's like beyond that's how I said it out like in my head out loud, like beyond abnormal. Yeah. He's, What's that like? <laughs> he's like I don't think I've ever seen somebody like beyond abnormally fit like I don't know. Fear or you've seen someone tremble in fear in of itself is beyond normal. Yeah. In real life. But I guess in the manga it's like standard yeah well let's not any further yeah so you know uh delta decides to attack although i think they named her something different i just forget but um she goes to attack with her very practical six inch heels and platform shoes on top of that uh tries to give uh this nice kick over to ada but ada just freezes her in place uh there's a really weird creepy line considering that these are supposed to be children where she's just like you're fra- you're flashing me delta deer i can see your panties and i'm like no delta supposed to be a child i i mean, I mean we all know she's a robot but i'm saying that she a robot modeled after a child i thought she was a young woman undoubtedly in her, her early 20s I mean, she could be. Either way, it, it gave me the ick for some reason. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to ponder that. Yeah, I'm not going to take it any further. I'm just saying, gave me the ick for some reason. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Delta is now um, a bratty sub. And now Shikamaru's like, whoa, what? What happened? Um, and she's pretty much tamed her. Uh, Shikamaru tries to reach out um, telepathically with Eno and we cut over to Boruto and Sasuke having a heart to heart about what happened with uh, with the Momoshiki situation. Um, Sasuke is like, "Forgive me, Boruto. Stopping Momoshiki was my responsibility, and I was out there being cool and abandoning my daughter. So I should have been I should have been there for you." Um, and uh, Boruto's like, "It's okay, man. I mean, you know, I asked Kawaki to end my life if things everything got any if things got." any crazier uh so you know it's fine we'll just do that for each other and um you know uh Borto points out that uh sasuke's headband gave him a lot of uh confidence allowed him to uh firm up his resolve and um sasuke is like cool um i guess you could keep it then if it was that helpful and um it was a nice little moment between them i guess um Meanwhile, uh, Sarada and Mitsuki are like on the other side of the street. <laughs> uh, Sarada's like, they're just like kind of talking about the situation as well, where they were like, whoa, our friend almost died and we weren't even there. Um, we so, fucking suck. Yeah, we're like not factors in this story, despite the fact that we're in the same team. Yeah. <laughs> and Sarada's like, man, on top of that, like, he's just spending more time with my dad than I ever have, and I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> that got me feeling some kind of way. I don't know how, what it is, but it's some kind of way. Yeah. Um. She talks about how, like, man, I'm, are we really just that undependable? I want to be able to help him more. And then Mitsuki's like, so you do like him? And uh, Sarada's like, what? No. Say that. What? Let me say those words. What? A female character driven by a male in 
a Kishimoto story? No, impossible. <laughs> Whose only motivations are tied to the the male characters in the story? No, no way. Haven't heard of it. So, you know, they change the subject. It's like, hey, we got to get stronger. And Mitsugi's like, yeah, we should get stronger. And um, we cut over to Kawaki, who's like chilling with Naruto. Naruto's like, I know you tried to kill my son, but it's cool. You know, we uh, I understand the situation. And despite that, you belong here in Konoha. Everyone in this village is my family. And that includes you. Um, killed my son. Even though you totally killed my son without hesitation. In fact, <laughs> in fact, you wanted to do it more when he came back to life. You kept wanting to kill my son. Yeah, you, you kept. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you insisted on killing my son. <laughs> <laughs> but even though. <laughs> and even though. <laughs> uh, Sasuke, that's when uh, all of these like little hearts to hearts are getting interrupted. When uh, Eno shouts out that there is um, a, an enemy attack. So I guess they... Uh, they both kind of spring into action together. Um, and uh, we cut back over to the action with Shikamaru. Shikamaru is using his shadow possession jutsu on Ada. Um, and it actually works on her. She's like, whoa, I can't move right now. That's crazy. I guess it's because you can't really. You're like, this isn't necessarily a, an offensive attack like meant to harm me. So I can't really control it in that way. I can't stop you from doing it. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Shikamaru is struggling to kind of like move to attack after he's frozen Ada in his place. And um, he uh, telepathically connects to Amato with using Ino's jutsu and is like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, and Amato explains her powers is that she basically has the ability to uh, enchant anybody, uh, you know, she uses, uh, she sees on an instinctual unconscious level. So, you know. That's why she's, she has the simp simp no jutsu. Uh, she could just make us all into simps. And uh, it totally works on Delta. Even, they, don't, they say all genders. And it's like, robot's a gender? I mean, if the robot's a woman? If the robot identifies as a woman, I guess? I suppose. I suppose. I've learned recently that sex and gender are two completely different things. Yeah. Her robot, her sex is robot. Her gender is female. I think se- I think robot would be a species, not a not a sex. I think she's more of a cyborg. Mm. A se- cyborg. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into this debate. I don't really know what I'm talking about. Wouldn't that be her race? <laughs> That's no what race. I said. That's what I said, Brian. <laughs> what? Wouldn't that be her race or her species? Robot? Android? Cyborg? No, whatever. Gender. Wait, it might be an android. No, gender is like a bunch of different. There's a bunch of different genders. Born I think it's an android. The same way we were born with cock and ball equipment. So, like... Wait, what should be an android? Android. No. Yes, a cyborg is is a bio... Why am I fucking up with this word? I tried... I messed it a up. robot right. with human appearance. No, she has to be a... A cyborg. Wait, is she... Yeah, no, she... No, no wait. She's not. No, a, she's an android. Okay, no, she's an android. She's an android. He's modeled that. Okay, so when you think about the androids, Android 18, Android 17, weren't they people before and then Jerome turned them into, like... Oh? 
they were what? always robots, right? Right. Yeah, they just they're just robots that look like humans. Okay. I okay. mean, I'm no expert on on Dragon Ball shit. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah. Why did Cell get stronger when he absorbed? The, you know what? Whatever. I this is <laughs> completely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Wait, did, did Cell it? have organs? Are we talking, bros? Come on. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, everybody's just like, man, people get uh, different symptoms. Some simple types like Delta just become infatuated, but us Chads, we just get stayed still. We just get frozen in space. Um, so that's cool. Uh, Shikamaru is desperately trying to keep up his shadow possession jutsu. Um, and uh, Ada's just trying to like buy some time, I guess, until it runs out, keeping him still so he can't just stab her with a kunai knife. Um, nah. He eventually drops it, and um, that's when Code gets up, and uh, he just like pins uh, Amato to a wall and starts torturing him. And that's when Shikamaru remembers that I am. S- the- Amato once told him, "Yo, I'm soft. I will break." <laughs> So he had to think of something immediately. Yeah, you cannot do you cannot you you can't let them torture me for very long. I will I will sing. Um So at that point, um Shikamaru turns to Ada and he's like, Why are you helping Code? Do you have some grudge? And um Ada's like, No, nah, not really. Code's motive is personal to him. You know, I'm I'm doing my own thing. And he's like, Then why are you helping him? Because I like Kowaki. What is your goal? Like traditional marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end point, yes. Yes, for most of the characters in the series, the female characters in the series, I feel. Um so yeah, she's like, I like Kawaki, and Shikamaru's like, huh? <laughs> Where? <laughs> what? So at that point, Amato's like, Ada likes Kawaki and if like Amato's his dad her dad he's like I don't approve allegedly so yeah basically she's like I'm I'm just trying to get help from code to meet Kawaki you know I don't really care about Konoha I'm not really after him and um at that point Shikamaru's like he reaches out to Ino and telepathically is like yo 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 chill 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 change the lock don't let Naruto and Sasuke in here I got this. I got this. It's fine. I got this. Uh, and Eno's like, are you sure? And he's like, no, don't worry. I'm doing Shikamaru stuff right now. I got a plan. <laughs> um, and uh, then he turns over to Ada again and he's like, she's like, you probably think that it's foolish that I like Kawaki. And he's like, no, actually, I want to help you. I'm supportive of you guys. I, I think you kids are, are really good together. You know, uh, how about this? How about this as a proposition? Uh, won't you come over to Kanoha? Think about it. I believe we can mutually aid each other. And afterward, you could tell Kawaki how you feel. And uh, the chapter ends with the panel of Code looking over like, what? <laughs> and that's where the chapter ends. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's the end of this chapter, Josh. What did you think about this chapter of Porto? Um, I'm really interested because that was a great idea by Shikamaru. Like he just thought, like, what, what, what are you trying to do? What, what are you try? What are you trying to accomplish? As soon as she found out that she wasn't trying to work with with, with Code, well, that you know, 
they weren't working together per se. They just was helping each other to reach a goal. But that was an interesting angle. And I don't I don't see it I don't see this going in, in Shikamaru's favor just like that, but I wonder what's gonna come of this situation. Yeah. I like the conversation between that that um I liked all three of the talks. I like I I didn't feel like I think a lot of the time when I read Boruto, like in between action and like the real you know uh, core plot, I usually feel like a lot of it's just filler and I don't care. But I thought there was some interesting um, development shared. I mean, I one my the the character I'm the most interested that that I had been the most interested in going into Boruto was um the snake kid mitsuki. because of that, what's his name again mitsuki yeah mitsuki yeah, he's one of my favorites but i don't know his name anyway <laughs> like he's he that's a that's a rochimaru's like child essentially yeah. was clone something like that like something like that i thought i just imagine like that's gonna play a huge role at some point um but He's also a sage. Already, like he can access sage mode. Yeah, he's Are he's got this like, some sage, some sage uh, snake hybrid form. Yeah, this was established like a long ass time ago. They just haven't really done anything with it. Yeah, yet. I mean, it's hard to remember the details of Mitsuki since he hasn't done much. But you know, yeah, he he's technically a sage. Yes. I uh, did not know that. So he's way stronger than he seems. Oh yeah, yeah. Like out of the out of the three, he's probably the second strongest, maybe even stronger than Boruto. And only because prior to the karma, he was the strongest. Well, anyways, I just yeah. Prior to karma, he was probably the strongest. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a nice shot, is what I'm trying to say. I don't really have too many other thoughts. Uh, Brian, anything stuck out to you? RGC. What? Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah, I, f- I thought this chapter was fucking dope. It's really cool to see Shikamaru doing, like, smart shit again. It's been too long. It's been too long since we've seen Shikamaru just big braining the opponent and shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that guy. Anything that involves Shikamaru playing a big role is enough for me to like really enjoy a chapter. Give me more Shikamaru, please. I hope it works out for him. I really do, because <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't, then I'm going to be very sad for Shikamaru. Yeah. Um, were those all your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I I guess this is also my RGC, but only because like of the two, this was like I guess the better of them. So this is my uh, really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC, certified RGC, certified RGC. Yeah, it's always weird picking between just two, but um, yeah, I didn't even think about it, but I, <laughs> I guess if I had to, I'd give it to Boruto as well. Well. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC.
nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I made the. I, it took me a while to make that drop. I'm getting all the mileage I can out of it. Um, but uh, that being said, I, I also yeah, I like this chapter quite a bit. Um, you know the uh, the motivations of Ada. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, like um, <laughs> all is, yeah. all of the damn all of the female characters that aren't just pure android ladies have a connection to just one of the male characters and at least some of their motivation is tied to them, which is a little annoying. Um, but, uh, outside of that, I did, I also thought this was a pretty fun chapter to read in general, just, uh, seeing Shikamaru kind of handle business a little bit. Um, hopefully it does work out for him. I, the, the effectiveness is going to have to wait to kind of see how this works out for Shikamaru. If hopefully this big brain play of his goes through, but, um, I think it will. I just think Ada's just going to switch just because that's probably more interesting for the story. Uh, and there's like some development to be had there, I guess. Uh, if she stays with Code, I don't know what else can go because they don't have much chemistry together and they don't really like each other all that much. So it's a little awkward. Um, that being said, I don't know what's going to happen to Code if, if this lady Lee stays. Uh, <laughs> he's just going to be on his own and he's fucked. Because everyone here is stronger than him at this point. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I thought this chapter was uh, solid overall. I don't really have much else to say outside of that. Um, you guys ready to move onward? Yes, sir. That's a cool. Dragon Ball. Oh, so shoot. I fucked up. Not not Dragon Ball Super. Let me do that again. <laughs> Certified. 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 Oh, ah, I'm flustered. Damn. <sighs> X lives and X deaths of Wolverine. I forgot the order. I it's been a while since we've done um, done American comics, so it's a little weird not to go directly to another manga. But we are doing uh the uh, final couple issues of X lives and X deaths. We're not going to go through it uh, in any uh, huge depth like we usually do because I think we have like six issues between them. Last we left off was like the third issue of X lives if I am not mistaken. So, um, yeah, it was X deaths. So, you know, there's, there's a lot more to go through on that. Uh, but that being said, um, I guess we'll talk, uh, through the major plot points that ended this real fast and, um, our thoughts on it. Uh, I had to reread the whole thing to remember, but, uh, for those who don't know, this, uh, arc is basically, uh, a little bit of a payoff of what's been going on in S- X-Force uh, regarding Omega Red. Uh, he was uh, basically conscripted to help uh, the Russian forces, uh, Mikhail Rasputin, who is the brother of, uh, of Colossus. Um, and they've he's been traveling through time, uh, inhabiting the bodies of uh, various people in the past uh, to assassinate Charles Xavier before he becomes something. You know, like, before he becomes Professor X. So, he's been just, like, time-jumping. And the solution to this is uh, Wolverine, with the help of Xavier and Jean Grey, has uh, also uh, supplanted his consciousness into the bodies of his past selves in different eras of his life uh, in order to stop these assassination attempts. Uh, Meanwhile, at the same time, Moira has been on the run uh, from the basically the entirety of uh, Krakoa after the events of Inferno. And uh, the ex-deaths of uh, Wolverine pretty much just follows her. 
uh, for the most part. Uh, so it's two separate stories. Uh, I guess we could do kind of the X lives one because I feel like that's chronologically the one that makes sense. Uh, last we left off was like Omega Red was able to like kind of inhabit Wolverine's body as well. So, you know, it's just a lot of time jumping and just like fighting off Omega Red. It's very action based. Uh, as far as we know there, uh, he actually at, at the end of it all manages to kill Omega Red. Uh, after, you know, Omega Red finally fails in killing uh, Wolverine and Xavier in the past. And um, Mikhail just straight up abandons, abandons him uh, with the Cerebro sword. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't need this anyway. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to do other things now. So, yeah, he just, yeah, he just taps out, basically. Um, and, uh, the X deaths, uh, Moira lost, uh, the, uh, warlock arm that, um, this guy gave her cypher, uh, and he manages to, she's like on the run from a future, future Wolverine from way in the future, who is like fused with the phalanx and is chasing after her because in his future, Moira herself is, the sole cause for the uh, mutant demise, uh, basically, since she's fused with a phalanx in the future as well. And uh, she manages to kill pretty much everyone. Um, so Wolverine's this Wolverine has gone to the past to kill Moira. So it's kind of interesting, you know? There's a lot of time-jumping assassination, but, you know, whereas in the X-Lives, Wolverine is, like, preventing these assassinations. He is the assassin in X-Deaths. So that's a funny little parallel. Um. So yeah, he he actually manages to enlist the help of the other Wolverines because he's like, "You guys just got to stop. I'm only trying to kill her." She actually ends up killing us in the future. Um, and uh, yeah, they they actually chase her down. Moira tries to enlist the help of this person who was supposed to help her. Uh, you know, kill all the mutants in the future. They're starting their whole like thing. Um. But the Wolverines kind of like break it up for the most part. Um, and Moira is actually killed in the action as well. Um, I believe, yeah, Wolverine, the real Wolverine comes in and I think like kills her. Uh, or so we think, because it uh, turns out uh, Moira, I think, downloaded her consciousness into some kind of robot thing. So, you know, there's that. Uh and I think that's where the issue kind of ends. I, I feel like I'm just trying to summarize this uh, kind of like quickly because there's a lot to, of story to go through. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think that's it. I don't know if I'm missing any details. Josh, could you uh, do you have any? Did I miss anything? Um, no, it just it, it is a lot. I mean, these this is 12 books we're condensing into like a few minutes well, that you did. So you, I think you did as good of a job as you can. I'll just. As far as Moira goes, she, yeah, she was able to implant her mind into an artificial intelligence, and that's how she continues to move on. And we're assuming that that's how she's going to end up. Mm -hmm. you no. Know, yeah. 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 You know, prophecy of of Krakow falling. Yeah. So, what were your thoughts on the uh, on the entire story? I guess it was it was. Okay, I I have some hopes for it because I the, the subject matter 
I mean, the all right. So the X lives, I didn't, I didn't look at that as something that was gonna be too serious, like plot wise. I just thought it was gonna be like an epic tale, mm-hmm. you know, like Wolverine going through his past and shredding people up and getting stabbed up in the process. But it was actually pretty deep. I mean, the highlight of it was when he was with his wife. And Omega Red took over. He had to fight her. Yeah. And and then he took over the dude Scar or whatever his name was that ended up killing. It was just crazy. Yeah, it was a lot going on there. I think he ended up saving his wife's life. I think so, yeah. I'm a something like that. Mm. It was kind of wild, but it and it was a really good read. The X death was a little bit more on the, like it was a bit more disappointing because I didn't I don't I didn't I just don't like the shit more. I didn't like I didn't like this development and who she was. I I just felt like for all of this they could have kept the secret still, you know, and, and just let let things rock. But you know I didn't foresee this her being an enemy of Krakow. I thought she was with the cause, like she was she was down to let the you know, the evil stop. I, I'll, all right, I'll be frank. I never thought Krakoa was wrong for anything they were doing. And I think that issue of X-Men number four, when they went to the uh, to the world meeting and they were talking to the leaders and telling them exactly what they were going to do, but do it better. That shit was inspiring, man. It, I thought they were really like a force for good and it, it was dope and it just ended up all being like a farce. It really was. There's no other way to put it. Like, it's not like their own mechanisms led to their downfall. It was literally, oh shit, Moira was actually plotting against us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they allowed Nimrod to get to, to, to come online, which was really bad, but they went about it in the silliest way. They just sent Mystique alone. Like, come on, man. What? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Are those all your thoughts? Yeah, that was my thoughts. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like we feel along as the same way. I did find the X deaths, um, more interesting, the X lives. Not to say that either were bad. I, I enjoyed the, both of them pretty, pretty well. But, um, I guess, like, just because Moira's side of the story felt like more of, uh, an impact overall. Whereas the stuff with like Mikhail and, and Omega Red, I, I wasn't just like ultra interested in it. Although it was like nice to read. Um, as far as the Moira stuff goes, I, it is weird. Just like you know, because this was supposed to be different. I, I I guess like you know, you gotta have a big conflict in there somewhere, and just to like kind of revert Moira to who she was in her second life at the end of the day. Eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, making her a, right that didn't like the that that wanted to get rid of mutants. Yeah, right. But it's not just that this time. I guess like she's got a more cybernetic thing to her. Like she's really like embracing the technology and the phalanx in general. Like, Man. yeah, the post-human stuff about it. So I don't know if she's tried that. You know, just like like that's one thing she hasn't tried. Is like maybe the phalanx is right. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. If I got like one more life left, I'll try these guys. Yeah, I mean she she managed to make her eleventh life uh, without her powers. You know, uh, True. so I guess that would be an interesting development going forward. 
Uh, this this event will kick off the reign of X. I think that's the name of this era of X of uh, the Hickman led mm-hmm. thing that's been going on the Krakoa era, if you'd like to say. Um, I haven't read so many too many of the books that have followed this yet. Uh, I actually just bought Immortal X Men today. Uh, so, you know, uh, maybe next month we'll go through some of the stuff we missed, uh, and, and do some catch up. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested, I guess, you know, we're, we're in the era where like Hickman doesn't have a direct influence over what happens. So, uh, I'll be interested, uh, interested in to see if the level of quality will remain. Um, I'm hoping it does because, you know, we've followed the X-Men for a really long time. Uh, since it's the beginning of the Hickman era, so you know, uh, this little like hiatus, uh, it it has it did feel nice to read them again, you know, after after a little time. Um, but I'm excited to uh to see what's next for the X Men, and uh, hopefully Hickman's exodus won't be too long, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, already, yeah, right. You what? It's almost been a year, right? Since he left, yeah, didn't he leave? But but in uh in the summer, hmm. When did Inferno... I? Hmm. Maybe maybe it's almost been a year. When did Inferno end? I actually don't remember. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it has been a while since we covered it. So you know, I guess we could look to our like the last episode where we talked about Inferno. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's been a year, but maybe close to it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's all I really got to say about the X Lives and Deaths. It's interesting, uh, and I'm looking forward to what's next. Um, are we ready to move on? That's a goal. Now it's Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> this is Dragon Ball Super Chapter 83, Bardock versus Gas Part 2. And, dog, there's a lot of action here. Uh, <laughs> it's just, like, straight up a, a battle. All the way through. And it's a cool battle. A very Dragon Ball Z. Lots of uh, punch and kick and blasts. Blasty blasts. Um, there's a little bit of uh, Bardock's character, you know, getting revealed a little more. Um, you know, this just the backstory stuff. We get a scene where Monaito summons the two-star ball. And uh, he wishes for Bardock to go back to, to v- Planet Vegeta. Um, and <laughs> the... Uh, the dragon just turns over and he's like, Hey, Monado's trying to get you to go home. You want to go home? And then he turns back over to Monado and he's like, I'm afraid he has refused. And Monado's like, what? <laughs> so the dragon, this dragon sucks. <laughs> right. He, he's not omnipotent in the slightest. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah. But although... No, no- like, Oh, how he says, uh, hold on, what was the words he chooses? I'm afraid he has refused. No, 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 prior to that, I will grant you a wish if it, if it is within my power. I was like, what? What do you mean if? If I could do it. <laughs> that's not, that's, that's, that doesn't make me very confident. I'll tell you what, though. when um when At the end of the Saiyan saga, when like they were wishing Goku back to life, uh, Shenron was like, Goku doesn't want to come back to life. So I don't think the dra- I think the dragons can be denied if they want to, uh, you know, if they uh, have that ability. But you know, there's there's that. I mean, I guess it's not that crazy. Uh, you know, they fight for a while longer. Um, 
you know, all that stuff. Oh my God, my cat has the zoomies in the background there. Um, anyway, sorry, I got distracted. It's a lot of fighting, guys. I mean, I don't want to really go through the whole fucking caboodle. Gas manages to rip off Bardock's tail. <laughs> just <laughs> like knocking him around and then just rips it off. He throws a, a, a spear at him and uh, Monaito tanks that shit. He gets hit in the shoulder with the spear. Um, and uh, that that's when Gas just gets pissed off. <laughs> He's like, you're ruining my work. And uh, he turns into his adult form that we've seen that uh, Goku fighting so far and uh, just goes berserk, uh, beating on Bardock. Um, Bardock manages to create some separation with a blast. He does this kick. I don't know why, but some of the panels here have been looking a little wonky anatomy wise. Um, But that kick looked weird. Um, So, yeah. There, uh, Gas gets up and he's like, why are you fighting this battle? What do you hope to achieve? Um, and Bardock just responds like, hmm, I just want to defeat my enemies and I just want to get stronger. <laughs> he's basically Goku at this point. Um, yeah, just like his dad. Yeah, just like his dad. And um, he just knocks the shit out of Gas, sends him flying, actually beats his ass pretty fast. Um, and, um, that's when, uh, Alec is like, wow, you really beat his ass. Did he go Super Saiyan? He did not. He just got like, I guess, closer to Super Saiyan probably, but he didn't. He probably, I guess Super Saiyan could like do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's like, I thought he, he goes down and he looks over to Alec and he's like, I thought you were loyal to Frieza. And, uh, he's like, man, this is business. I'm not lower to nobody, but the other heaters. Um, And they just straight up shoots Bardock with a gun. Uh, Bardock falls to the ground, and uh, Alec takes gas away. And he's like, you will be back next time. And um, basically, Bardock wins. Uh, He basically fought off the the thugs away, uh, fought them to a stalemate to a point where they didn't feel like fighting was worth it. And uh, that's the end of the chapter there. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I thought he went Super Saiyan. I was about to say, yo, he was the first. Nope. That from the other guy, the angry man. Broly? Uh, Broly, yeah. He was the very first, right? I don't know if he was the first, but he's the legendary. What? He's the guy who went like legendary, which is like the stage right above Super Saiyan. I don't know. It's unclear where it lands. Right, but it's not. It's not Super Saiyan Red. No, it's not. It's not Super Saiyan God. It's Super Saiyan God. It's not Super Saiyan Red. Legendary Super Saiyan is on a tier of its own. Like it could like literally keep up with Super Saiyan. Oh yeah, Blue. You know, if you like, that's the... a next level shit. Can it keep up with Super Saiyan Four? Yeah, it oh. literally kept up with Super Saiyan <laughs> Blue Gogeta. So. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, if you watch the movie, you would know that. I did not. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of wild. Yeah, they were like Broly's everyone's favorite character. Let's make him he, the best. He mollywop both Goku and Vegeta, 
both of them at the same time than both of them when they were the same person. <laughs> like he was he was a problem. Yeah. I think you would like Broly, Josh. He's a menace. I'd love to be excited about Bardock winning this fight, but at the end of the day, he beat the shit out of a little kid. <laughs> that was an adolescent. <laughs> yeah. It is funny. They were like, how did Bardock beat Gas? Gas was a child. Yo, there was this moment where he asked, like, what what, what, what do you want? Like, for a wish or something like that from Shenron? Oh, not Shenron. His discount cousin. <laughs> uh, He's like, I wish for for my kids to strive. Oh, yeah. Silent. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, ooh, well, uh, one of them's cool. Yeah, one of them has a pretty good life. The other, the other well, one gets killed by Goku. <laughs> Sorry, dude, your sons kill each other. So you should have made that witch. Actually, you know, there was a Namekian. Actually, the same, the same species of guy you defended. Yeah. Hey, Bardock. Uh, one of your sons is burning in hell right now, so you know you're one for two. You know, in terms of sons thriving, not bad. Uh, were those all your thoughts, Josh? Yeah, Brian, what did you think? Um, I'm interested to see what Bardock's wish actually implies because they're. Like, are they saying that Goku is who he is today because of Bardock's wish? Like, what what are they trying to say here? He didn't make a wish, wish, though. He did. The wish went through. That's oh. that's what they're looking at when, like, Shenron finishes the wish. There's a there's a couple, there's a panel where they see something flying off into space. So something did happen with that wish. I mean. I guess that's why he got the two-star ball, because only one of them is thriving right now. The other one is barely an afterthought. But, yeah, I didn't know that that's what happened. I guess that's cool. Yeah, so I don't know what they're trying to imply here. Maybe they're, Maybe Goku has some more that we don't know about. But, I don't know. I'm I'm really interested to see what's going to happen next chapter if they reveal it next chapter, which I hope they do. This was the end of the flashback, right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll get it next chapter. Go. Uh, Dragon Ball Super isn't really known for like letting us sit in suspense. They'll be like, all your answer, all your questions will be answered basically in the next chapter. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. I really like that we got to see more from Bardock, like officially. Yeah. His uh, fighting style is kind of cool. Yeah, he's Sma- a, he's a classic Saiyan, dude. He bangs. He he, he smashes and bangs. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, I don't know. Um I uh I did like this chapter, but I'm not really sure how I feel about like good guyifying Bardock too much. You know what I mean? Cuz he was a, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. Uh, he. Uh, it, it's funny. The the redeeming thing about Bardock is that like the last good thing he did was at the end of his life. You know what I mean? Like there was a little bit of a character progression there. Um, where I mean, let's. He, he is a conqueror. You know, he's 
like Bardock's a colonizer for sure. <laughs> He's uh, it's a little awkward to like kind of paint him in this light, um, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it necessarily. I'm not like railing against it. It just feels awkward to me. But um, I'm not mad at it really. Um, I thought this was interesting, and it's always cool to see Dragon Ball Super at least attempt to uh, expand the lore of Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah. So you know, I I appreciate that. I respect that. Uh, I don't have much else to say about Dragon Ball Super. So uh, are are we ready to move onward? Yes, sir. Then let's go. In the wise words of Prince Royce, yes, sir. <laughs> uh devil's reign uh this is uh the final issue of devil's reign um last we left off uh lots of shit was going down uh daredevil is uh caught in a war between the thunderbolts uh and himself and the avengers um and also alternate universe versions of Otto octavius that are just superheroes but with multiple arms um and um that's when he gets um he gets a call that like Wilson Fisk murdered Matt Murdock, which we all know is that actually he murdered his his twin brother, uh, Mike Murdock, who is uh, basically using the alias of Matt to kind of do shady shit. And uh, Wilson murdered him. Uh, Daredevil did not take kindly to that. So he just ran off immediately. Um, at that point, uh, Wilson goes, o- goes home to Typhoid Mary and uh, he's packing a suitcase. He's like, Mary, we have to go. The wolves are closing in on us, basically. Uh, we're out of here, dude. It's over. And uh, as they're in their getaway car, uh, Electro Daredevil pulls up and uh, just kind of like destroys their car, totals it entirely. Uh, it throws her body at it. And I was like, did she just get hit by a car? Like, <laughs> did like, she just punch through? It was a maneuver she did. I, th- I it's hard to tell, but I think she just like jumped up and just stabbed her side into the car because it's it lands in like Wilson's arm. So it was pretty crazy matrix move, hardcore parkour type shit. Yeah. Um so I guess like 10 out of 10 for Electra. Um so the whole lot, Matt. Yeah. Uh Wilson actually. Replicate that one. So, you know, Wilson is just, like, crawling out of his car, and he's, like... And Electra apparently in, went through something in her tie-in. We didn't really read it, but um, she's pissed at him for that. But that's when uh, that's when Daredevil Matt Murdock pulls up and is, like, I'll be the last thing he sees. I'm going to fucking kill this guy. And uh, Wilson Fisk is... He's pissed. He's, like, I just killed you. Why won't you die? And you know they uh, they clash at each other. Um, the other superheroes seem to handle uh, the the Thunderbolts pretty well, or the the Doctor Octopus guy pretty well. They take him down. Um, all the Thunderbolts are like you know trying to intercept the Purple Children. Um, <laughs> U.S. Agent and uh, Whiplash are there, um, and they're just like, "You gotta I come see. with me." Come with me, child. And uh, purple, purple kid just is like, no way. And uh, he basically controls them to get out of his way. Um, we cut through a lot of things. Uh, purple man also shows up and tries to like take over a bunch of people's minds. Um, 
he actually like clashes with his little boy and, and um you know that's what's happening um with that Electra's fighting typhoid mary um daredevil gets a hold of the staff uh the purple man staff thing and uh controls wilson but his hockey of the supreme king is too strong so it's not so easy to control wilson with this so he just like bats wilson over the head with this thing and they just continue their fucking street fight uh luke cage basically um convinces this kid to kind of like you know fight back against the purple man uh gives him like confidence huh against his dad yeah against his father is that his biological dad i guess so yeah um and you know he stops his dad uh the purple man is defeated the thunderbolts are defeated um and uh wilson fisk is in prison oh is on his way to prison and uh in inside the prison van is butch his son and he's like haha i'm here dad and uh, it turns out that he's not going to prison. He's actually doubled back to meet the fucking Stromwinds. Um, and when he gets there, they propose the plan of uh, he's like, hey, we're going to put you back in the mayor seat and uh, you could keep playing mayor until we need you for a presidential run. Um, and uh, it's at that point, Wilson says, no thank you basically he uh they go in for a handshake he crushes this man's hand and this guy put on a glove he's just like mm, i don't really like touching people so let me put on my glove to shake your hand um did you mention that he was there with butch his son yeah butch was there yeah i did mention yeah. that uh so yeah basically he kills the strong winds i think um or at least one but uh, it looks like they did yeah and it's crazy like wilson was like man like i i'm like i gotta show you like what it means to be a fisk mm-hmm. like we don't take you know what i'm saying we don't we don't fucking take this from, from nobody no one don't take no scraps we take what's ours and everything is ours mm-hmm. the peace yeah. and it's something like whoa i love you now dad <laughs> i respect you now dad I respect and love you, Father. <laughs> All that other shit don't matter no more. <laughs> I don't think that's what happens, though. <laughs> He's like, Wilson's like BT Dubs. Uh, your your friend is dead. Double BT DT Dubs. I'm leaving. I'm retiring. You could be the kingpin now. <laughs> and it's like, well, well, what? Yeah, you could say you killed me or something, and then you could take the kingpin title. It's all yours. Congratulations. Get your wrap up. Um, and hopefully that'll make you feel better over me killing your friend. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> uh Butch is the new kingpin. Um, and then one week later, uh, we cut over to Daredevil during the day. He's talking over with Electra uh about his uh future plans. Basically, Matt Murdoch is dead. So there's no real reason for him to really kind of stick around the city, seeing as how there are f- f- 25 other superheroes that live here. Uh, he's like, yeah, I think yeah, this is fine. I don't need to be here. Um, I could go and help you become, like, build the fist to fight the hand. Uh, pretty cool. Mm. Um, and... Uh, fist. 
They need scissors. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> well, uh, listen to my new ninja organization known as PAPA. Um, and uh, also Wilson Fisk uh, sails away into the sunset with Typhoid Mary. And uh, that is the end of uh, Devil's Reign. The boat did not explode. Hmm? It did not explode. I thought the boat was going to explode. Nope. Fisk is allowed to be happy. Whoop de doo. <laughs> Josh, what did you think about Devil's Reign? Devil's Reign. Uh, thought it was average. Mm, average. And I think it was average because I thought the writing was was. I think the writing didn't deliver. Mm. I think it touched on some interesting themes, but didn't really like commit to anything like for instance the whole you know uh surveillance city aspect of it because it was only six issues and they introduced that in what the third issue i think it was or the fourth maybe a little bit yeah you know like halfway like halfway through the series we didn't really get to see the effects i I don't know i would have liked to see the effects of that drawn out a little bit more you know, otherwise it just seems like they're just pointing out, like, "Oh, look, everyone." You know, it, it's a police state. Every, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's against the I would have, I would have liked, to, like I said, see more of that. Um, what else? I'm trying to. I want to say a couple more, like, think, like issues before I get into what I really like. Um, I feel like Daredevil himself wasn't this didn't feel like the Daredevil I was reading um prior to the event. I know a lot changed in his character that, that led him to this point. But it didn't seem like he was kinda reacting and learning to things and reflecting on it the same way he was prior. It seemed like he was just angry the whole time and just like this militant person and I don't know. It was, it was kind of bland to me. Where where Matt before was this really interesting character, like you know, really reflecting on the philosophical views of him being a superhero, um, and you know what's what's just and what's not, and and you know what's his role in life. What what could he really do to to help people? But I will say this: taking down a corrupt politician um that you know a corrupt like a super duper corrupt gangster mayor that is also actively trying to ruin your life personally that's not a bad move i'm not gonna criticize matt for that yeah take the king that's what's up you know i i like the stuff they touched on i and and i like what the implications of of this uh of 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 Kingpin not being the mayor no more and, and Luke Cage possibly being the mayor. I wonder what they're going to do with that. If he's going to have a spinoff series that, uh, like based on this. Yeah. No, it didn't end, end with him saying that uh, he's going to be, he's going to get the, the, the mayor seat, the mayor seat um, unopposed. So. It was cool. It could have been bad. It could have been bad. bad. The art was really good. 
you know, the action was cool. It's pretty average. Yeah. Um, I would give it slightly above average. I did. I think I enjoyed this a little more uh, than you, but you know, it's not crazy. And in, in Devil's Reign's defense, there are a bunch of tie-ins that we didn't really read um, that probably could have depicted everything a little more. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I I agree with you in a lot of ways. In that, it, it this wasn't the more. Um, it, it didn't feel like a proper bookend to all of the themes that were being built over the. Um, course of the Daredevil run. Although technically the Daredevil run is not over because we're gonna get a new Daredevil number one. Uh, with um, Zdarsky, yeah, with Zdarsky still writing it. So there is a continuing story. This was just kind of like I, I guess you could call Devil's Reign a midpoint of uh, what Zdarsky wanted to do with Daredevil. So, um, yeah, I, I, and we'll obviously be keeping up with that one as well. Um, as best we can. I believe they'll still be monthly, so it'll coincide with our monthly coverage, I imagine. Um, but um, yeah, there was uh, there was some cool stuff here. Uh, I I really liked uh, the final conflict. Uh, I do like Wilson's arc in this. It's kind of uh, weird. I feel like this was a good bookend for Wilson's arc for Fisk. I was. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I'm happy for him as a character that he could be happy or whatever, but I thought did he grow? Did he grow because he chose peace and not to keep pressing and I mean he got away scot free for doing a lot. He really fucked the city up. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that he grew. That's not necessarily like you don't have to grow in order to complete an arc necessarily. Um, I guess what they were aiming for with Wilson is just uh, he he's just a man obsessed the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, not necessarily that he grew or he changed or he's a better person now, but he is not. He's learning to kind of like let go of that, and maybe now he could be on the path to being a good person. And uh, this this whole thing has like with Wilson is just like on themes of like happiness. You know, like, he's just been a miserable character his entire life. You know, he's been through a lot, and he's just been, like, taking out his aggression on superheroes, on normal people, on, you know, you know, just trying, on, like, the gangster community. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, just being an angry asshole, ruining shit. So, you know, now that he kind of has everything he wants, it's... I guess this, I, it was wrong to call this a bookhead because uh, a bookend because we can actually kind of see Wilson coming back. He could just return in the Daredevil run coming forward. Um, but as as it's a good midpoint for him, I guess it's an interesting way to go for it. Whether this stays, who knows? What uh, given what happen, what we're going to cover next? Uh, I have some thoughts on whether this is going to be a remaining thing, a lasting thing. But um. I did like this. Uh, I did like this event a little, a, a little above average. Um, I, I thought it was an entertaining read, and I feel like this more serves as um, a jumping-off point to the next phase of the story than a proper ending to any character arcs in particular. Um, so that being said, uh, I don't know. That's all I got to say about the Daredevil books. Uh, I'm I'm going to keep reading them, and we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, are you ready to move on, Josh? Yeah, I'm ready. Then let's go. Amazing Spider-Man number one. Um, 
Yeah, this is like the first. This is like the fourth time in the last few years that Spider Man has gotten a number one. Um, I just like everybody seems to be pointing that out, so I I figured I should too. Uh, really? Yeah. We don't count down Dan Slott's run because he ran for a long ass time. Yeah. There was one, the future Spider Man. Then there was. Uh, I I forgot somebody broke it down on Twitter how many times that they did number ones for Spider-Man. Um, but they did it a, a couple times. Um, but in any case, this is uh, the new uh, Spider-Man number one. Uh, Zeb Wells is writing this one. Uh, John Romita Jr. is on pencils. Who uh, He's drawn Spider-Man before. He drew it uh, for the Inheritors when they were first introduced way back in the day when J. Michael Straczynski was writing the story. So um, he's made his triumphant return to spider-man i guess uh, uh i'm not a huge fan of john romita jr but spider-man is one of the few characters he works with you know what i mean like all right <laughs> you know uh i guess uh and he's has experience with him before but uh, we'll get into that a little more later um this story seems to picture uh, start with uh outside of york pennsylvania uh, Peter seems to have atomically nuked it somehow. Uh, I'm not sure why or how, uh, but I think we'll get into that later. Um, and the most of the story takes place six months after that, uh, where Peter is just pissed everyone in his life off. Uh, <laughs> you know, May even is kind of like, even May is like, mm, I don't know, bro. You're actually, it's- yeah. I'll see you when I see you. Yeah, I mean, I'm inviting you to dinner or whatever, but, you know, I don't even know if he'll show up. So, deuces. Uh, There's a collection agency guy, you know, hounding him for bills. Uh, His buddy Randy is like, hey, uh, I'm going to ask permission for uh, to marry this supervillain girl I've been watching. Uh, I've been seeing, you know, so, you know, that'll be cool, right? Uh I know her dad's a criminal, so, you know, would you mind being in the general vicinity so I won't die? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, Tombstone is making moves. Uh, I guess they're dealing with uh, the Kingpin's kid, actually. Um, Is the Rose Butch? I I don't know. I guess so. I'm not sure. It's kind of hard to tell. Because he's wearing a mask and he has a rose on him, but they call him the Rose, and they call him Kingpin's kid. So, I guess, but um, yeah, like one of them literally said that. So I'm gonna go ahead with that. That's Butch, Butch for some reason. Um, there's this monster guy. You know, he's like, "There's this green door." Uh, was he in the Immortal Hulk? I don't remember. I definitely don't remember. Oh, no. No, but he's a gamma. He's a gamma guy. He's a gamma guy. So all gamma have a connection to the to the green room. Yeah. The um, green door. The green door. Yeah, they make plans to, I guess, kind of like cut uh, Butch in on the whole like gangster community shit that they're doing. <laughs> You want to be one with the gangster community, son? Um, so, yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, we popping bottles. Where's the where the champagne for yeah. my step? Yeah, call so, me dad. <laughs> yeah, so they make a deal with him. They're like, uh, "Meet us at this place, and we'll give you the stuff." Um, Peter meets up with uh, the Human Torch, uh, who cannot turn off his flame on form for some reason, um, and they're pissed at him because apparently Peter stole from them. And uh, Peter's like, I needed your help. And he's like, uh, you stole from us. <laughs> Why would you? Wh- what? So, you know, they argue for a while and uh, Peter fucks off. Uh, meanwhile, Randy is at dinner with Tombstone. Uh, he asks for his hand for uh, his daughter's hand in marriage. And uh, he's like, yeah, all right. I mean, she's going to do what she wants. So, you know, I'm not going to I'm 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 getting older. I'm not going to just kill some guy, you know. Had this been 10 years ago? I would have broken your back. (laughs) But I don't want to get on your dad's bad side. He stabbed me with a pitchfork once. Um, His dad being one of the editors at the Daily Bugle, actually. Which is cool. Oh, wow. Um, So, yeah, Spider-Man's doing some crime-fighting stuff uh, following this... uh, These bad guys to a deal. And um, that's when he uh, comes across... uh, I forget this thing's name. The the Green Door guy. Um, they fight for a while until... Oh, the digger? Yeah, the digger. And um, they fight for a while until a truck explodes and distracts Peter from them getting away. He manages to apprehend uh, Lucky Rabbit. I think that's her name is. White Rabbit. Yeah. Not Lucky Rabbit. White Rabbit. Uh, and, you know, he goes home. He tries to talk to MJ. Uh, and MJ's like, you can't be calling me. Stop fucking calling me. And, um, you know, she hangs up on him. Uh, Tombstone is chilling in Harlem, having a nice bottle of, uh, of Hennessy, I guess. <laughs> Some kind of like cognac. <laughs> cognac. Um, is he, is he, is he, do you think he's black? I didn't say that. You said that. No. <laughs> you said Hennessy. He can't drink Hennessy? <laughs> nah, you're right. So Kong yet? So Kong yeah. Uh, so yeah, he goes back into his house. Some Pepsi. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> uh, Pepsi in his glass. Uh, he goes back into his house, and um, as he's pouring himself another drink, uh, he immediately realizes, like, oh shit. And uh, his house explodes. Um, and it turns out the the digger has betrayed him on behalf of the Rose. And he's like, yeah, the Rose wanted the explosion to be loud. So everybody gets scared. So, you know, they drive away. Tombstone survives the attack because, hell yeah, Tombstone's actually kind of cool in this. Uh, he saves yeah. his cat, too. Very cute. Very he cute. saved him, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a cool moment for, for Tombstone. I had, he had it in his hands and yeah. released it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, Tombstone. Pretty cool. Now it's super-duper personal. Mm-hmm. He loved that cat more than he loved his daughter, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, Peter... The next day, Peter is just, like, kind of, like, going about his day. Um, not really feeling like crime-fighting. You know, trying to... F- he's lacking mat- motivation for shit. He has a job interview later. Um... And then he pulls up, uh, Tombstone pulls up next to him, and he's like, get inside. 
Uh, so he gets inside and um, he tells Peter to uh, send along a message to Spider-Man that he's about to go to war and it's his fault. Uh, and uh, he's going to go after Spider-Man, you know. So not only is he going to fight the Rose, he's also going to take on Spider-Man as well. And Peter is like, <laughs> it's just that Spider-Man's been talking to me about being bored. So, you know, I'll tell him you're coming. And you know he's gonna love it. And uh, I like this panel, the the preceding panels where Tombstone just stares at him and he's like, "You're a weird dude, Parker." And get out of my. <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> oh, wait, you're Spider Man because you're a weirdo. Yeah. Not weird. Anyway, he's just very and petty. Yeah. Um. So Peter walks away. He's been uh, standing in front of MJ's apartment for a while. He walks away, and then MJ watches him go. And uh, then, huh? Creep alert. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's when a man named Paul walks in. And uh, that's when, I guess, MJ's kids also run in. Uh, And, you know, it's implied that MJ has managed to make herself a family uh, in the time allotted. Um, And that's where this issue ends. We get a little post credit scene, so to speak. Uh, where Dr. Otto Octavius is like hanging upside down mm. and there's this other guy in front of him. I don't know who that could be, but um, they're talking about taking down Spider-Man, I guess. Um, and that's where this issue ends. Uh, okay. Very end? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. The, there's a po- little post credit scene. Yeah, where he's putting that little stretcher. Yeah. Yes, tell me everything. Yeah. <laughs> Bet you further. Uh, so, Josh, what did you think about this uh, this new era for Spider-Man? I'm interested. Um, you know, they made Peter a lowlife again, and he's not with Mary Jane. Boo fucking who. He'll never have her. I get it. What else? Oh. <laughs> uh, I just want. I just need to figure out what happened before I keep reading the series. I want to stay up with this. I want to keep reading it. Um, hopefully, it stays interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Go for it. Sorry. Nah. Um. What are your thoughts? Maybe I'll. I'll be able to. Man. Um. I. There's a lot of this issue that I really liked, and a lot I didn't like. Um, and you touched on it with like, oh, Peter's back in a shitty place and, uh, he doesn't have MJ anymore. Boo hoo. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I guess if you're a brand new reader to Spider-Man, like you've never read a Spider-Man comic before, this will probably be like pretty damn good for you. Like, you know, you've never seen this before, I guess this kind of thing. Uh, but every time I think the people mentioned that Peter like the amazing Spider-Man has been at number one a couple times already in the last few years is because every number one, he starts off in the same place, just like in a shitty apartment. Nobody really likes him. And he's not with MJ. Can you say that again, Josh, you cut out except for when he had the company. Yeah, that was the last time that he had something. And then ever since I, I think like that's the highest uh, Spider-Man run has started. True. You know, where Peter wow. was just like rich for a minute. That was iconic. I think it was 
007 Spider-Man. Yeah, he was he was doing really well for himself, you know. He was like follow he was like living his dream being like a weird tech developer and also Spider-Man at the same time. Um it was uh, he had eagles and stuff. Yeah. But um yeah, every it's just the same and it's very cyclical with Spider-Man, which kind of sucks, you know. Like I get it. Spider-Man's supposed to be like the everyman who's just like constantly fighting these challenges and you know this is like it's not terrible i don't feel like it's bad the only reason i'm criticizing it is that it's kind of like emblematic of why superhero comics just like aren't doing as well as like manga these days because characters just aren't allowed to grow for very long you know you're you're allowed to take them into directions and then when you're done you gotta reset you know um you got to take him back to square square one and the next writer gets to do the same cycle. You know, it's um, it's it's annoying to a degree if you've been reading Spider-Man for years. Uh, and, you know, in my research to just trying to, like, figure out if the, I'm missing any inf- information uh, because I never finished Nick Spencer's run. Uh, mm-hmm. I found that a lot of people are kind of like feeling this way. Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel that, too. I will say though there are cool things I like. I do like Tombstone in this issue. Uh, the stuff with like the gangs is kind of interesting. Putting Spider-Man in the middle of this gang war is kind of cool. Um, I don't hate it. I, I'm just like we're we're doing certain things again and it's annoying. But um, anyway, let us know what you guys think. I guess um, uh, that's all the thoughts I have to really say about Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, do you uh, have any final cl- uh, final closing thoughts? Nah, man. Um, like I said, I'm looking forward to covering this at another point after a few more issues. Um, this Rose guy is not here to play. <laughs> whoever that, to- whoever that is. <laughs> and I think this is going to be the first time that Tombstone is a featured villain in the art. In a long time. I mean, he's been a featured I, villain. Uh, I'm excited. He's cool. No, I'm not casting about that. He's I, I like I like how he where they went with his character. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. That's being said. Um. Uh, that, that's it. <laughs> that was amazing, Spider Man. Uh. Let's uh close this baby out. That has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, as per usual, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at NY Chillin' on Twitter. Uh, Brian at B.ESP on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow him when he's streaming whenever he fixes his computer. I guess he'll let you know if you follow him on, at, at B.ESP on Twitter. Um, and it's Punchline. Twi- Twitch.tv slash it's Punchline. Follow him on there. Uh, email the show at newjobcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything guys want us to talk about. We got a huge list of questions from Mike that will, I guess, uh, go over in the next couple weeks. Um, but um, yeah, keep emailing us. Uh, that would be super cool with other stuff if you're out there. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to us. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a share on all of the videos that you're watching, whether it's the full version or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. Uh, you can uh, comment underneath as well. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and uh, give us a five-star review while you're on it. The audio version of the podcast usually goes on first. So if you want uh, that priority access, I guess subscribe to us there. Uh, the video version is usually up the next day or so. So, um, 
yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Thank you guys so much for listening as per usual. We'll see you guys next week with uh, hopefully the full lineup of uh, Jump Series. So uh, take care. Stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening.